Welcome to the Awaken, Heal, and Thrive podcast. I'm Benjamin Bernstein, and today's episode is based on a plant spirit ceremony I did just last weekend, and it was not ayahuasca, it was San Pedro. I'm calling this episode My Rekindled Love for San Pedro Ceremonies. This episode is sponsored by my book, the number one Amazon bestseller called Instant Divine Assistance, your complete guide to fast and easy spiritual awakening, healing, and more. Just go to Amazon and search for Instant Divine Assistance or click the link in the show notes. I publish audio and video versions of this podcast, so take your pick. The video versions are on my YouTube channel called Benjamin Bernstein Podcasts. Be sure to subscribe to this Awaken, Heal, and Thrive podcast wherever you get it. And if you have not already, be sure to click the link in the show notes for a free chance to win a full year of my Awakening Plus online membership. That's a $189 value, and I announce a new winner every month. So let me tell you about the ceremony. It was amazing. Just a little background if you're not familiar with this sort of thing. What is San Pedro? Uh, it's also called Huachuma, but San Pedro is the term more commonly used. This ceremony, like many San Pedro ceremonies, lasted about eight hours. In this case, it was a daytime ceremony. It's, sometimes it's an all night, sometimes it's an all day, but we started around 11 a.m. noon and went for about eight hours. In this case, we had not only a facilitator, but a co-facilitator, both ladies, and 12 participants, including me. A little more background in South America. There are two primary psychoactive plant spirit teachers. The more well-known one is ayahuasca, which is made from a vine and a leaf and put together in a certain way to become active. However, San Pedro is just a cactus. In fact, you can buy a San Pedro cactus at just about any nursery, and they're perfectly legal to own. But the moment you prepare it for ingestion, it becomes illegal <laughs> in most places. Anyhow, with San Pedro, you ingest the actual cactus, or at least a part of the cactus that's harvested from it. In this case, most of us just drank the powder. In other words, it was dried and ground up real good and then mixed with orange juice and drunk. It can also be added to water and boiled, and some people took it that way as well. I've done close to 300 ceremonies. The vast majority have been ayahuasca, but I've done a fair number of San Pedro ceremonies as well, maybe a dozen or so. My experience, which is confirmed by others I've spoken with who have done both medicines, is that ayahuasca tends to be more multidimensional, more likely to move you into states beyond the physical world, um, other dimensions and realities. San Pedro tends to be more Earth-focused. Uh, San Pedro says, oh, let's stay right here on Earth, but I will open you up to the middle world. You're aware of the physical world, but you're empathic sensitivity, your awareness of the energies of the world you're in are vastly expanded, at least mine are. You're right there in the room, you know you're in the room, but your empathic sensitivity is vastly amplified. And San Pedro is very keen on physical healing. You're very likely to get healing on whatever level, physical, emotional, mental, from San Pedro. Now, ayahuasca can do that too, but again, San Pedro tends to be a little more focused in this world, physical reality, get the healing here that you need. Uh, ayahuasca tends to go to other dimensions more. Another distinction for me, at least, with the two is many healings I get with ayahuasca, I know that heavy energies are being released, but I don't know what they are. I'm aware of heavy energy flushing, but there's no identification. With the San Pedro ceremony, I knew exactly what was being released all the time, so there's more conscious awareness of what's being processed. Now, again, as I say in my book, I don't think that makes it any more effective, but it's just interesting that I had full awareness of every processing I was doing. Also, this was my first San Pedro ceremony 
facilitated by women. All the other San Pedro ceremonies I've done have been facilitated by men, two different men in this case. And they were very forceful in the uh, traditional kind of macho South American style. You know, get a person up there, be very strong, in a sense, just kind of force that heavy energy away in a very strong and masculine way. But these women, they were more playful. They were more fun. When healing was needed, they were right there, completely focused, completely effective. But in this ceremony, no one was required to have a healing. You know, they said, if you want to volunteer, if you got something up, let us know and we'll work with you and the group will support you. But there's no requirement there. Some people volunteered for healing, some did not. So I loved that it was a more flowing kind of experience. And for me, it was more to my taste than the more masculine, force that stuff out of there kind of style that I had been exposed to prior. To give an example, in many of my prior San Pedro ceremonies, I was just so wrung out. I would often, you know, be vomiting several times physically. In some cases, I was just left on the floor, sprawled out, so exhausted I couldn't even get up the kind of super intense healing, not just for me, but when I go to these ceremonies, I'm also processing for other people. In this ceremony, for example, I've intensely and very strongly felt other people's heavy energy passing through me. I, I didn't you know, call it in, but it's just what I do, given what my path is in this world and the spiritual service I'm here to do. So I felt it extremely intensely, but it wasn't overwhelming in the way that it was with these other ceremonies. And now granted toward the very end of the ceremony, I was kind of done. Maybe at hour seven, I had just processed about all I could and and I simply couldn't stay sitting up even though I knew we were nearing the end. So I had to lay down and I still felt things, but my body was just said, I just can't do it anymore, Benjamin. Let's just lay down and, and rest on the mat while the process continues. The difference in the experiences with the male and female shamans also highlights the point I've known for years, which is the shaman profoundly colors the experience of the medicine. I mentioned I was the first one to volunteer for healing. What came up, which I wasn't expecting, was to clear the trauma from all the shamans I have worked with, whether or not they intended to cause me harm. Now, my path with shamanism, which I'll get into more in subsequent episodes as I go deeper into my plant spirit story, I've worked with over a dozen shamans. Very few have been completely of love and light, even though they meant well, I'm assuming anyway. But some of them had some darkness in them. And this is not because they're working for the dark side, but because I think any shaman who has unhealed wounds and traumas, the dark side has a way in because of that. And even if they have the very best of intentions, if you're working with a shaman who hasn't dealt with their own stuff, that stuff can come into play and cause you challenge. Now, as it turns out, some of my very best catalysts that have caused me the greatest growth have been from these dark energies. So I'm not in any way recommending that you choose to work with a dark shaman. Uh, I would avoid it at all costs if possible, but it's very, very hard to find a shaman who is a 100% perfected human being. You're very unlikely to find a person who doesn't have anything they're still working on, but to the degree that they have any unhealed wounds and traumas, that leaves space for darker energies to slip in through them without them even being aware of it. So that's kind of what I was facing. I was like, all these shamans I've worked with, you know, at the time I thought they were the cat's meow and I realized in retrospect, okay, I can see how they had stuff they hadn't dealt with and it caused some dark energies to come into play in my own work with them. So this is a lot of what I was clearing in these ceremonies. In fact, I had three separate declarations. First, I was thinking of a shaman I worked with a lot early in my plant spirit work. 
And I actually felt his energy trying to infiltrate the ceremony. And I declared out loud in the room because this was a very public thing where everyone was, you know, consciously supporting everyone else if they chose to. And I said, this shaman has no power here because I am in my power. I repeated that three times. And then when I realized I was clearing not just from that shaman stuff, but from all the ones I've ever worked with, I said, no dark shaman has any power over me because I'm in my power. And then my final declaration was no shaman has any power over me, even if they did dark things with good intentions, because I am in my power. So uh, that took a while. And it was a, a very powerful experience. And I feel much more clear from having gone through that process. It also wasn't something I could clear on my own. I try to give tools that people can use and do a lot on their own, but there's just some stuff you need a little help from your friends. And that's why it's so good to go into some kind of ceremonial container with other people who are conscious enough and strong enough to hold space for you. And other beings like plant spirits and divine allies who can do that too. Next up was a woman who did her clearing around trauma received in utero. And as she was going through her clearing, which was very intense and emotional, I was synchronistically, because of what she was doing, clearing my own early childhood trauma. I was shown clearly and felt that I did not get as much physical and emotional nurturing as I needed in my early childhood. And it became clear to me, I noticed I'm having some issues with overeating lately. I'm carrying more weight than I should. And I've, I can see that my overeating is when I get emotional about things, when I'm feeling you know, off balance emotionally. And so my hope is now that I've cleared some of that early trauma around not being nurtured, and that hopefully will eliminate my need to nurture myself with food if there's any emotional imbalance in me, and hopefully that clearing will have helped me. Another benefit I got was uh, hape. If you don't know what hape is, it's also called rape or snuff. Now, for years, I've worked with tobacco, which is a powerful divine ally when used in a good way. The way I use it is uh, as tobacco tea, where I raise it on a shell and drink it through my nose on either side, depending on what I'm doing. But hape is tobacco mixed with some other things. You blow it into your own nose with a little device or someone does it for you. And it has a very immediate and powerful effect. The effects are wide ranging depending on the nature of the hape, how it's constructed. There's an infinite number of recipes. And of course, it depends on the context and container in which you're doing it. Now, um, it was funny, as I was receiving my healing, this lady who was doing the main shamanizing, she was with me a little over a year ago when I went to Peru to do a two-week ayahuasca dieta down there, almost two weeks. And she has been working with Hape for a long time. And twice during that period down there, I let her you know, blow the stuff into my nose. And both times, it was just so overwhelming. I mean, it just knocked me over. I, I laid on the ground. I could hardly move for half an hour. It was just so intense, so overwhelming. It just, you know, just an incredibly intense somatic experience for me. And so she says, okay, I'm, I'm going through this release of all these dark shamanic energies that have been put in me over the years. And, and she said, is there any additional help you need? And I said, at first I said, oh, I said, I'll take the liquid tobacco, the sangha that I always drink or the singa, or they called it singa. There's a lot of ways to pronounce things in this shamanic world. And then I realized, oh, actually not. I'm actually, oh, no, please no. Yes, it's the hop egg. And my belief at the time was that, oh, God, I'm going to get knocked out again. And I, I spoke of my reluctance openly to the group. I, I, I know I need it, and I don't want to do it. And 
It's just going to be so intense. I'm already in this, such an intense space, but it's clearly being called by my intuition. So I guess I'll do it. And she said, I was getting the same thing that it's the hoppy that you need. So she did administer it to me and blew it into my nose. You know, you know, she made sure I was ready and had me breathe in a certain way to receive it. And to my astonishment, it did not knock me over. A lot of people, when they get it blown, they start coughing and hacking in response to it. But I was just sitting there just fine, very calm. And I could feel it working energetically. And it was just so strong and helpful. And I could feel how much it was supporting my healing process and giving me strength. And I thought, whoa, I've never had hape like this. New ally. So I'm actually going to get some hape and start working with it in a more deliberate and consistent way. So I'll now have two forms of tobacco, the Singa that I've been using in a liquid form for a long time and the hape, which is more like snuff. So I'm excited to be bringing that online with this new relationship. Now, I said a few minutes ago that San Pedro tends to be very this world 3D, but uh, there was one moment when one of the participants was playing a flute. Several of us were invited to contribute music to the ceremony. And while he was playing his flute, and I was laying down, I went to a whole new level. I was clearly transported to a new dimension of consciousness. And as I got to this level, it felt very sci-fi, I, I, hard to verbalize, but very high tech, very, it's like all this technology on this spirit level was being put into me in a really beautiful way to enhance abilities and was super grateful for that deeper awakening. And so it was very quick and locked in quickly. Just to show you, you know, San Pedro can take you to the higher levels when it's appropriate, but it's not its main job, at least in my experience. And another awareness I got, the medicine made me aware of how many very powerful allies I have. There's a number of people who I have strong connection with who are well along in their spiritual journeys. It reminded me, you've got some help here. And I say that really to remind you, if you set seriously on your spiritual journey and you get serious about your awakening and healing process, and especially if you set out to serve others as called, you will have allies. Synchronicity will bring them to you as needed. You're being watched very consciously and very consistently. So don't worry that you're on your own. That's never how it works when you set on the path of service as a light worker. There's always folks there to help you. I want to say just a little bit more about what I did for others. When others were receiving their healings, I would be sitting up and just felt much more intensely than I normally do when I'm doing shamanic work, like one-on-one -on -one or in my Awakening Plus processes, just intense awareness of whatever they were releasing, the heavy energy, and, and I could feel it just flooding out of my body, out of my hands, out of my feet, stirred up really potently. And it was because of that intensity for hours on end that I finally, toward the end, had to just lay down and be more passive because I just had hit my limit. I don't get that kind of intensity usually in ayahuasca ceremonies, so I was a little out of practice for holding that level of intensity. But I, uh, I held it together for almost the whole ceremony and then had to just chill out at the end. I do want to mention here as well, there was a time a few years ago when I wasn't holding a steady meditation practice. This was after I had had my abiding awakening, and I could tell that it was slipping. I'll do more on this in a future episode when we get to that part in my journey in chronological order. But I just want to say here that it was a San Pedro ceremony where it really was a hard night with a lot of heavy energy being released through me that it took that awakening that was starting to fade out a little and just brought it back to full strength. And a very tough night, but very helpful in getting the awakening locked back in. And since then, I learned my lesson and I do consistent spiritual practice. 
there is no guarantee that just because you've had an awakening that it will necessarily lock in. Um, some people may be lucky enough to have an effort-free awakening that just stays. But in my experience, it has to be cultivated and maintained and deepened for it to stay where I want it to be. And also, it was clear that uh, for me anyway, San Pedro has unique healing abilities that are very helpful to me. The San Pedro gave me certain healings that I have not gotten from ayahuasca ceremonies. While ayahuasca remains my mainstay medicine, the one that I work with most consistently, this experience gave me a much deeper appreciation for Huachuma, San Pedro, whatever you want to call it. And I definitely intend to work with San Pedro again. So that's what I wanted to tell you about my ceremony. I hope some part of that is helpful to you in some way. Earlier, I mentioned my number one best-selling book called Instant Divine Assistance, Your Complete Guide to Fast and Easy Spiritual Awakening, Healing, and More. In her five-star Amazon review, Corinne wrote the following. I've extorted this a little bit from her longer review. She says, Admittedly, I suffer from several things mentioned in his book, including spiritual amnesia. I have studied Reiki and healing touch and have had many amazing experiences during my awakening process. But because I always struggled with meditation, including guided ones, due to mental chatter, I often would give up and be left feeling inadequate. That was until Benjamin took me through the Ida awakening invocation. I immediately let go and my higher self took the reins. We also did the Ida healing invocation and I felt the dense energy pumping out of my hands. I still have periods where I forget and get hung up in the mundane, just as he warns of in this book. However, I've been fortunate. Once I restart my invocations, my higher self still remembers and steps in. This book has truly been a gift. I've learned so much about the different Ida invocations and the ways you can use them. This book is well-written and very user-friendly. You're given multiple ways to learn how to utilize the instant divine assistance invocations. He also offers a huge amount of support to his readers outside of this publication. You really have nothing to lose by reading this, but everything to gain. Thanks so much, Kareen, for writing those words in your review. Very grateful. Right now, the ebook is only $3.99 and is included with Kindle Unlimited, and the paperback is only $12.99. Also, Awakening Plus events support your individual healing and awakening, as well as global spiritual awakening. If you're not a member yet, join one of our free events. Two calls are open to the public each month. Experience how Awakening Plus can accelerate your personal evolution. We would actually love to have you join our supportive online community. Awakening Plus is always evolving, but as of February 2023, members receive these exclusive benefits. Nine of our 11 Zoom calls each month are members only. There's an archive of well over 500 life-transforming events with a best-of guide to help you choose the ones that will work best for you. We have three courses. One is called Instant Divine Assistance, Fast and Easy Awakening and Healing. Another is called self-guided internal family systems therapy. The third is your divine allies. Let them help you more. Every month we have astrology mini readings calls, community support calls, ask us anything calls, and office hour calls. We have a members helping members service. You can connect with an accountability partner and be constantly supported from the moment you join by the Awakening Plus group energy field. Learn more at awakeningplus.com. Thank you for being here. Once again, I'm Benjamin Bernstein, and we're wrapping up. Please leave me a five-star rating, review, or comment wherever you're getting this episode so that others can also awaken, heal, and thrive. And be sure to click the link in the show notes for a chance to win one free year of my Awakening Plus online membership. Thanks again for spending time with me. I wish you infinite blessings.